It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, doom scroll. All right, now look, I know I kind of made fun of this earlier because there's been so many updates about the Jeremy Renner thing, and it's not just like health updates because he seems to be recovering surprisingly well, but all these updates about the actual accident. And I have to admit, I, I it is kind of interesting to know what actually happened because when they first said he got hurt, they didn't say exactly. They just said a snowplow. I thought maybe a tractor tipped over on him. Actually, I was positive that a tractor probably tipped over mm-hmm. on him. Then they showed those snow cats, and I remember on the air saying, "How, how if he? It's got a cabin in it with doors. How do you get pinned in that there? You know, how do you get? Uh, yeah, I guess pinned in that thing when you're inside a cabin. But oh well, the thing is huge. Then they said uh, maybe the tracks ran over him. Well, now they've said here's exactly what happened. So Jeremy Renner's outside. He is trying to tow a truck with like his nephew. Okay, that this truck is stuck. So they're using the snow cat to pull it." I guess the nephew is the one guiding the truck, it sounds like. At some point, the snowcat starts to kind of slide. And it's it's sliding, he's afraid, towards his nephew. So he wants to stop, I think, and he wants his nephew to, to stop because he wants his nephew to get out of the way. So I think his nephew gets out of the way. And Jeremy, in a panic, as this snowcat is sliding, which we've all seen the picture now, he he get opens the door and gets out, but before he got out, he forgot to hit the emergency brake. Mm. Which, if he had hit the emergency brake, they think this could have been prevented. Avoided, so right. when he gets out, he's standing on the tracks. You know, it's got those big, it looks like tank tracks on either right. side of it. He's standing on those tracks, and I think it sounds like he was trying to go. Maybe he was trying to go back in there to hit the brake because he remembered. Because now it's sliding. Oh, right. But as he's standing there on that track, it pulls him oh. around and over and rolls over him like gets him the tracks go over him now i don't know how much of the tracks like of the entire machine because that thing is huge those tracks look like they're 25 feet long right. so i don't know if it all rolled over him but that's what happened he steps out and then as he's trying to either get back in the cabin or jump the tracks get him pinned and they pull him under the thing and actually roll over him so the fact that he survived is Miraculous, I would say. Investigators say the actor was trying to stop his massive piston bully snowplow from hitting his nephew when Renner was completely crushed. According to the report, the Avengers star used his seven-ton snowcat to tow a truck seven tons. operated by his adult nephew, seven Alexander tons. Freeze, out of the snow. After Freeze disconnected the tow chain, the snowplow began sliding, causing Renner to exit without setting the emergency brake. Seven tons, and that track rolled over him. I mean, mm. it's not surprising that he broke 30 bones. But then he shows those pictures, and it looks like he's, you know, doing exercises and he's all in that. Shape, he is. If that, if the exact same accident happened to me, Mm-mm. they wouldn't. By the time the helicopter Mm-mm. got there, I would have been gone. Yeah, partially. They wouldn't be, even send a helicopter. Well, no, they wouldn't send a well, helicopter. Obviously, like, no. once, he's like, he's it's my neighbor, <laughs> and and the guy's like, listen, I think he's dying, and like, sir, what do you want us to do? It's snowing. I mean. <laughs> It's not like it's Hawkeye or something, <laughs> right? right? Do, do you know this guy? He's my neighbor. Right. Okay, well, sir, I, there's a lot of snow. I don't think right. we're going to be able to get there. Tell him to, you know, take it easy or, or pass peacefully, whatever the case. Because uh, when you listen to that 911 call, you can go tell the that – Go to the light. You could tell that the guy who made the call was basically trying to tell the 911 operator, he's dying in front of me. And right. then trying to tell Renner at the same time, like, it's okay, just right, keep sure. breathing. 
And I think, I mean, he really thought that he was going to watch him die because they said that his breathing was like almost about to stop. It got so shallow and listening to him in the background. Mm. Yeah, there's no way I would have survived that. The Justice Department apparently is investigating Snapchat. Oh. They claim that Snapchat can be difficult to work with or investigate. Okay. They didn't exactly specify why. Well, I don't know if they take a long time to turn things over or what. But apparently your kids are buying fentanyl on Snapchat. Jesus Christ. So they're buying pills. These kids are buying pills from drug dealers who are on Snapchat. And uh, they showed pills. They talked about a 14-year-old. They gave an example of a 14-year-old kid because his mom is one of the people who's really mad and, and wanting this investigation done. And her son was 14 years old. He buys these pills, and they turn out to be fentanyl, and he dies. Now, in the uh, piece, they showed pictures of pills, but they didn't necessarily say these are what the pills looked like that he bought. They just said he bought some pills and they showed him. So maybe they were. If they are, it looks like he was probably trying to buy Adderall pills. And so, because they, they look like Adderall. Ugh. And so I don't know if that's what's happening. If they're making, you know, fake Adderall that's actually fentanyl, fake. I, who knows what the number why, thing is. Why, though? I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get like, it. Like, why? Snow, that's, Snoke and I were talking about this yesterday. If you if you were going to make, if you were saying, like, it's fake Oxycontin, okay, then... You're in the same ballpark, right? Now, you don't want it to be so much that it kills someone. Right. But it's the same. But people don't get Adderall because they want to feel an opiate. You know, it's just a different, it's a weird thing to do that. I heard that they were making fake Adderall out of meth. That made more sense to me. Okay, right. we don't have access to sure. the amphetamine salts, so we'll use meth. You take the fake Adderall pill, you're like, I do feel kind of right, awake. Sure. I don't understand why they would put fentanyl in fake Adderall pills. And I'm not positive that that's what's happening. But I'm also trying to think what other kind of pills are 14 year olds trying but to get a hold of on Snapchat? In it anyway? I don't. I don't know. Like you know, it just kills people. Right. Like you got it. a client base. Right. I totally. Why don't do you want to kill them? I don't know. And I could be wrong. Like are 14 year olds trying to buy pain, narcotic pain pills? Is that still a thing? It seems like a 14 year old at this point is young enough that they wouldn't have really been exposed to all well, those super heavy duty pain pills. Right. So they they see on the thing like pain pill, I don't know. And I mean you've got a, a kid who's close to that age. You could yeah. does he know do kids at school try and buy pills or their pills that he sees kids talking about wanting and selling? Because of course the news makes it sound like this is a huge epidemic and teenagers across the country in suburban America are buying pills on fentanyl from these fentanyl dealers and Snapchat according to them, knows that these drug dealers are there, knows what they're doing, and doesn't shut down their accounts, and, or at least doesn't shut them down quickly enough, and your kids are getting fentanyl pills. This morning, unprecedented action by the Justice Department in the fight against fake pills containing fentanyl. The FBI now interviewing parents of children who connected with dealers on Snapchat and died after taking pills with a deadly dose of fentanyl. That's according to a person directly familiar with the matter. The potential criminal investigation comes alongside a civil lawsuit filed on behalf of families of victims. That suit slams the app as the, quote, snap drug cart tell i am very curious first of all i i didn't know how popular snapchat still is with 14 year olds they use it a lot okay i kind of thought that it was still that they were still fairly active mm-hmm. on there i know tiktok became the thing but i it felt like well, i think they talk right that they it seems like if they're texting they don't even really text one another they just snap one another Both, I, it's, yeah. yeah and it seemed like that's uh not really gone away Mm-mm. i am curious what kind of drugs suburban kids are after these days you know and and snow cone and i were talking about that a little bit earlier like it it also depends on where you grow up even if you grow up in the same metropolitan area 
you know, on my side of the state right. line of the county, it was all, you know, people were worried about marijuana. But then the school right next door, it was meth. And then across state line in Johnson County, we thought everyone had cocaine. You know, and I don't know what it was. It's also what decade it is. What year is right. it? When you were in school, I don't know what was popular. Probably Coke, Coke. right? So and high school kids wanted an LSD, Coke. Coke and LSD, LSD. OK, yeah. Yeah. That never that whole acid thing. Acid and mushrooms. I, I assume that that doesn't mushrooms seem to really as big. go away. It was away. LSD more for us. Okay. I mean, people had them, but yeah, I think they were like, well, you know, why people like mushrooms now is because it's just a little bit more of a laid back buzz, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you take two hits of acid, that's about as intense as it gets. And I think when you're 15, if you're trying to do that stuff, yeah, you know, I, you're like, how high can I? That the documentary uh, Boys in Blue, I told you to watch, where uh, yeah, the Minnesota yeah. football team. I won't give away too much of it. I, I thought it was just wonderfully done. And so is it really, just one? Ep- it's four episodes. Oh, but I you think. watched all of them. Okay. I watched all of them. But there's one where one of the 14 year old kids is a football player, and um, he dies of one fentanyl pill. And they tell you about him. Uh, you don't see him beforehand, but they tell you the story and everything. And I made my boys watch it. Yeah, I was like, you got. I said it's one pill, man. This kid played football. He was an athlete. Uh, you know, his coach was like, he's a 14-year-old kid who was curious. Mm-hmm. He was just curious. He didn't deserve to die for that. And I, I told him, I said, hey, man, when I was in high school, we, unfortunately, this is the world we live in. Like, there are things that I could try that just weren't going to kill us. I mean, yeah. we could overdose, but, it, but that just rarely happened, you right. know? Right. We could try things, and they weren't going to kill us. Now you're literally looking at people trying one pill. To see if they get high or not. And they die. Like, sorry, you can't do it. Oh, well, okay. Well, you don't have that option. Maybe I'm having the a penalty for that is death. Right. And, and maybe I'm having like a pickle moment here, but I don't know if they said in this documentary, are these kids, as I'm sitting here trying to figure out what it is that they're wanting, are they trying to buy fentanyl? Well, that's like, do they I, not you know, know they how didn't deadly say that. He said they had a fentanyl pill, and then the coach said he was one kid and he was curious. Well, I'm going to okay. sound like an old man here, but you, there's a lot of hip-hop talking about Percocets. Right. right. And, Perks, and, right? Sure. And, and, and Xanax right, and all that stuff, yeah. And it's... People put fentanyl and that kind of stuff because it's cheap and you can. It's a so it could be thing. they think it's a fake Percocet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Even if Oxy's not around anymore, it could be. There are obviously fake Vicodin or or something else. But I did. It didn't even dawn on me. This is me being old. That a fourteen year old would would want fentanyl. Like hey, we had these right. fentanyl pills. I hadn't even thought of that. Like maybe there are fentanyl pills that some kids are taking that are weak enough that it's not right. killing them, I and they're telling yeah. their friends. I have no idea. But I didn't even think about that because I was thinking, well, you got to tell your kids, you know, it could be fentanyl. You never know. I thought, what if that's actually what they're looking for is fentanyl? Well, I Um, mean, that could be the case. Yeah, it totally could be. People told me you could die. I'm like, okay. Right, right. I never thought about it. But, I mean, there's enough evidence. Now, before, you're like, you know, people be like, oh, you're going to get addicted to this. You're going to die. I'm like, no, you're not. Right. But now you're like, no, seriously. You could die. Like, right. And, and apparently there's like a hundred different types of fentanyl. So one fentanyl pill could be completely different from another fentanyl pill. One fentanyl pill, you might barely, you know, get you high. And the other one is enough to kill an elephant. So I just, I, I would hope, and I guess kids don't know, they need to be told this and reminded, but uh, stay away from fentanyl. And then right. also assume that whatever it is you're looking at has fentanyl in it. Yeah. Especially pills. You know, if you're getting pills from someone at school, just assume that it's fentanyl. 
I mean, I guess we're coming to the point to where I've always been about it. But I mean, I mean, if it keeps happening, we keep going there and going there, then we're just going to have to legalize. stuff. Exactly. We're going to have like to now we just have. It. And I know people are like, no, but man, if, if people are dying, then what's the alternative? We've lost the drug war. We've right. got kids dying. It's not working. It's not so, working. We got suburban Karens buying heroin. Right. Like. It's over. So we got to figure out how to regulate it somewhere. So if a kid is curious, maybe he doesn't die from it. It comes from a pharmaceutical company, and we know exactly what it is and how much. Where it came from and who sold it to him and how much it cost and where it can be traced back if something happens, right? Like, we got to be better about it. Yeah. Uh, There's a lawsuit. Remember I told you about that teacher who got shot by a six-year-old? Remember that story in class? And she was, like, trying to escort students out of her classroom so she is suing the school now recently they fired the vice principal there were videos of the school board meeting that were all over the internet that went viral i saw posted on reddit and twitter and youtube uh so now they fired the superintendent and there's more information about what happened that day so the the teacher knew that this kid had behavioral issues okay they were so bad actually that this kid when he went to school his parents came with him i guess they would like sit in the hall and this was they they had like a week or something like that that they couldn't go to school with them or maybe they had been going to school with them this whole time and they were done and this was the first week they hadn't tried it I wasn't clear on that but it was during a time when his parents weren't at one okay. of his parents weren't with him which they normally would be because of his behavior issues he had threatened this teacher several times there were rumors circulating that he had a gun at school that day okay so supposedly at some point a teacher goes and checks his backpack and doesn't see anything. But she's worried, or he's worried, I'm not sure, that the kid could have it on, you know, in his pants or something outside at recess. A kid on the playground says, hey, this kid showed me a gun that he has, and he said he's going to shoot it. Okay. According to the lawyer for the woman who got shot, they're claiming that the superintendent, the principals, that they didn't lock down the school, they, they didn't uh, evacuate the school, or these are things that they should have done based on the information they had. They didn't go search this kid or isolate him quickly enough, and they gave him the opportunity to get back in that room and eventually shoot his teacher. This morning, the superintendent for Virginia's Newport News School District has lost his job, less than three weeks after one of his teachers was shot by her first-grade student. This follows the resignation of the Richneck Elementary School assistant principal. An attorney for Abigail's Werner, the teacher who was shot, says her client will file a lawsuit, saying the school ignored multiple warnings the day of the shooting that the six-year-old had a gun. Um, man, I don't know how teachers do it. Especially, you know, there's teachers whose job it is because they've taken, you know, special uh, classes, training, whatever, to work with kids who have behavioral issues. Right. And, and of course. you know, my friend's wife does that. She... That's what she does. And she loves her job, you know, so she says, which is great because you're just like, that is, right. I'm so glad that people like you exist because I would be so overwhelmed right. with, with your job. She's in a classroom that is isolated from the rest of the school every day with kids who have behavioral issues. And, you know, we all went to public school. We all remember the kids who had, you know, there were kids like us who probably talked a little too much, talked back at the teacher. Then there were the kids who yeah. were like screaming and threatening to kill the teacher, and, and someone had the to. Principal. Yeah, exactly. The principal had to come in, but and then the principal kids like us punched. always egged him on. Yes. Yeah. Go, go, yeah, go. That was kind of. I uh, saw the principal. That was kind of our job. But even then, he said, "You are a loser." <laughs> right. He's like, "What would he say?" I'm like, "Oh man, Robert, spin you up like a top, throw you out of my pocket. You're a party in a pocket, kid." 
This whole yeah. school's about to get crazy. When Robert got crazy, it meant that we were done with class that day. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Will, like Will. You'd be like, yeah. Will. Yeah, yours was Will. Mm-hmm. We had a girl, too. Her name was Lindsay. And one time she got so mad, uh, she pooped on the floor. You know, I mean, we weren't babies. Of course, okay, well, we weren't we'll like never adults. Did that. But... Will did a lot of punching and screaming. <laughs> oh, that's what Robert did. Yeah. A lot of it. But you know what right. he never did? Mm-hmm. Never brought a gun to school. And also, he never pooped on the floor. True. Robert never pooped on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'd like to clarify, if you're listening, Robert, from prison or wherever you are now, right. I don't know how you're doing. I haven't checked in with you for a while. Although, if I were in that same school right now and Will was there, with the way guns and schools and the way they're prevalent, exactly. I don't think I'd spin him up. Nope. I spun him up because I knew he'd just try to fight me or yep. fight a principal or a teacher or freak out. I wasn't like, he's coming to school tomorrow with a gun. That wasn't a thing. Nope. And how did, not a thing. And if your kid is a kid that you have to go to school with every day because of his behavioral issues, how does he get a gun? How do you have a gun in your house that he can get because to? Because his parents are the same way. I remember going by Will's house and his dad throwing a shovel at him. I'm like, well, that's where you get it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's the Church of Plaza. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're uh, finishing up the news here. We're doom scrolling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when COVID hit, a lot of people got to start working from home. And then as the lockdown started to end, a lot of pe- those same people said, I don't want to go back to the office. Sometimes uh, they weren't even asked to go back to the office. Other times they were asked, and the remote worker said, yeah. why did my productivity right. go down? I'd like to stay here. And a lot of them had their wishes granted. And sure. uh, I heard a statistic. They may even say it here in the story, but uh, something like 21% of the uh, jobs, um, you know, if it was on Monster or one of those job sites. Can I have a little bit of that whiskey? Yep. Just, you're babbling about stuff I don't care about. Where you go? Where is it? Oh, here you go. Just a few months ago, something like over 20% of those jobs available right. saying you can work from home. That number is rapidly declining. And the biggest news, of course, because everyone follows what Disney does, Disney said, you guys have to come back to the office. And Bob Iger says, you get more done when you're in the office. And Bob Iger is the CEO, right? Sure. So if he says you get more done in the office, we all got to go back to work. You and I never stopped coming in, though. So. No. But look, I know lots of people who work from home and work from home because of COVID. And it, it does. I think it depends seems- on them. Job? Yeah. What What are you doing? I think doing? at Disney, you're trying to do creative stuff. It might be better if you're around creative people. You know, how many ideas just happen while you're walking by somebody or somebody's like, hey, I thought of something. They say it, which you, if it's just kind of like a half ass, not really thought through idea, are you really going to email somebody or Zoom call them? But in the hallway, you'd be like, you know, man, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Then that's where a lot of creative ideas start, right? But what about all those people that are in the business offices that are running all the, you know, doing all the paperwork and making sure all that stuff? I is think done? that's probably you're in a creative environment. Still, you know, yeah. Well, you're part of like a busy moving machine that's creating interesting things. I guess we're old because young people don't want to go back. I don't want to go work. back either. I'm just saying I think I can understand why they want them to. Well, to me, it's like you got to go to work. It's just no, I don't want to. You got to go to work. I don't know. That's how it's always been, and. Uh, 
I don't really know how to change things. No one wants to, but that's why they they trade you you, your time for money. And uh, I just thought that's how it worked. The days of working from home are fading for more employees, now being called back to the office. Disney recently announcing its employees will be required to spend four days a week on site. CEO Bob Iger writing in a letter, nothing can replace the ability to connect, observe, and create with peers that comes from being physically together. The media giant among the latest to ramp up time in person in recent months, a move met by frustration from some. I remember when I was a kid, there were some of those jobs that you, uh, I knew friends who had parents that like, worked at Hallmark and stuff like, oh, they only work uh, four days a week at the office and right. then one day they get to work from home. Or they work 10-hour days, and so then they get Fridays off. And I'm like, that's cool. And now people my dad's like, a salesman. There was a lot of times he didn't go in. Oh, my brother, my brother did what, what your dad did for both of the big companies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, you know, as far as like going to an office, that was not like a regular thing because. No, he would he go out going and to talk meet to people. That was yeah. a big thing. But there'd be days where he'd be like, yeah, I don't need to meet anybody today. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, so it's been going on. It doesn't matter. But I think a lot of times he would put, you know, his calls with people that he didn't have to go see or would rather not go see him all on the same day. Right. It's like I would just take Wednesdays off. Right. Yeah. I mean. But he'd be in his office calling people all day, so I guess the same thing. That's the difference. Also, I mean, I don't have any data to back this up. I don't even know. I don't, I don't, I don't even really have experience working a real career where you work a nine to five. You know, it's been so long since I've worked a, a job that was 40 hours a week or more. Sure. But you're telling me that at home you are just as productive or more than you are at the office, because that's you know that's what it, we kept hearing after COVID. Well, look at this. You know, you can be just as productive. I mean, yes, I know you can be, but there uh, there's enough of you out there who don't get distracted by those White Castle well, burgers in the freezer and the to, Xbox. I think and, you're trying to compare two things that don't exist. Meaning, someone who goes in from nine to five and works their ass off from nine to five, they're distracted here too. Yeah. So I don't think the distraction is any more or less. Right. But in my mind, it's like, you know, they're worried that the boss might come and check on their progress. I know. I guess that's not really happening. So I just, I don't know. Maybe you do get just as much done at home. Maybe more. I would think, though, obviously, if that were true, that businesses would be like, hey, that's great because we can get a smaller office space. You know, we can spend less money on uh, amenities. You know, Just sell all these buildings. Exactly. Just have your work from home. But I don't, and maybe some companies are doing that. I don't know, but I mean, we could certainly do this from home. We could, but they never, you know, we could do it from home in Colorado. You know what I mean? Like right. that—that's the thing. We really could. We could do it from home anywhere. I, I think if we just set up a microphone in my house and figured out how to get it tuned in here, yeah, and I did it from home, I don't think anybody would say anything. I mean, I'm being honest. I don't think they would. I asked, just like you know, shoot for the stars, sort of thing. With our last country, like, could I do this job? If I had money to live in Italy in an apartment, could I just wake up at 4 a.m. and do this job? Like, is there a reason that we couldn't do that? You know, it's just kind of one of those, like, right. well, I don't know. I mean, hmm. And you're like, I'm, I think we could. But right. I'm with you. I think someone would just, we need to go do it. And then one day, they're like, wait, where's Lazarus? And you're like, oh, he's, he lives in Denver. He's been there for right. the last week and a exactly. half. And they're like, oh, we didn't even notice. Then you got him. Okay, what was that movie with uh, um, Drew Barrymore where she... Goes back to high school. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. Is it never been kissed? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I just remember the parody, and I don't know what a movie that it. was. I don't think I've seen it, but I know I know you have because we've talked about this before. I don't think I've seen it either, to be honest. With you. Oh, uh, but I think I know the plot. Right? She's a journalist, and she's going to write a story oh, about yeah. what it's like to be high school, something like that. Yeah. But then does she end up kissing oh, yeah. a high school kid? I don't know. 
Boy, I think she might have. I, I look, I don't want to accuse her of anything that she didn't do, but it seems like if that movie was made in the late nineties, early two thousand, one of the teachers. Oh, she fell for one of the teachers. I could be totally wrong that, on that, but that, that sounds okay. like it might be right. I'm basing yeah, it's all. Got to be the guy teacher. I'm basing all of this off of that other teen movie. We're not going to do it. Kissing. Okay. All right. Well, in New Jersey, a 29-year-old faked her birth certificate to say that she was a teenager and enrolled in high school. This is a true story. This is not the Drew Barrymore movie. She has been going to this high school in New Jersey, and it took a while for people to notice, hey, uh, you're not a teenager and you shouldn't be going to school here. Why was she pretending to be a teenager and going to high school? No one knows, but the media is just going to allege that maybe it was for sex trafficking. So all the headlines are like, maybe mm. maybe she was trying to maybe. victimize. They, because they don't know yet. I don't think that they have any details other than the fact that this girl is 29 years old and she was pretending to be a high school student and it worked for at least a little while. More than 2,000 students attend New Brunswick High School. Teenagers learning how to become adults. But police say one of those students was no teen at all. She was 29 years old and lied on her birth certificate to enroll in school sending a chill through folks around town. It's very scary. I wouldn't want my kids in that situation. You know, it's very worrisome. Very scary. Very, very scary stuff. 29-year-old in school. Let me ask you this. If a teacher, a male teacher, or any teacher at that school ended up having a relationship with this girl Mm -hmm. and they they had sex and thinking that it was a high school student, are they a sex offender because they thought that that it was their high school student? They thought she was 16? It turns out she's 29? Now, the school obviously would fire the teacher because, like, well, you thought that was a student and you had sex with the student. Right. But if she's actually 29, then... Well, it's not illegal. It's not illegal, right? So you wouldn't be... Okay, just making sure here, you know, that would... Because maybe that could be a movie. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, they don't know why she was there. Why do you think she was there? Do you have any theories? I don't. Well, know. I just read the plot to Never Been Kissed, and it feels like it's the same exact thing. You think she was a journalist who was going back to learn about high school kids? Yeah. That's what you think this woman was doing. Media likes to go sex trafficking. I feel like that's a that's a that's a. Well, she was there to get sex about. traffickers. Like or to, she was sex trafficking. Like she was going to recruit recruit girls, yeah. or I assume girls. I don't know actually, but that's that was hmm. just that was all speculation. They don't know yet. And I don't have any theories. I thought maybe she just wanted to feel young again, or maybe she never finished getting her diploma and she wanted to prove to herself that she could pass Algebra 2 on her own. I don't know. But, I mean, she she went hmm. so far as to fake a birth Usually with Usually the, with the, when it's the guys that you found out they were in high school, they play basketball or something. Right. They're like, man, players. I'm going to play baseball. It's, I'm going to be so great at it. Right. Pretend I'm 17, right? Yeah. I think I just happened the other day, too. I read a story. Some 22-year-old guy was playing senior basketball for some team. In that Adam Sandler movie at the very beginning when he yeah. goes to recruit that guy, and he's like, how old are you? You know, he, mm-hmm. I don't remember how old he said he was. was like, I'm 20. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay, and his son was like 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe she's there to recruit uh, people for sex trafficking purposes. I, sure. Look, I don't have another theory, so I don't know. What I do know, Laszlo— I'm going to say she was a journalist. You're going to say she was a journalist. She was going to write— to write a story about what high school's like. Yeah, for— what magazine would it be? Uh, I can tell you. Hold on. The Chicago Sun-Times. The Chicago Sun-Times. She's there mm-hmm. for the Chicago Sun-Times. What's it like to be a high school kid in New Jersey mm-hmm. post-COVID? And it was going to be a great story. Ugh. She was going to win a Pulitzer. Is that what you win when That's you write it. stuff? Yes, mm-hmm. a Pulitzer. Uh, okay, but I promised I would tell you this. Because there's yes, people please, now who've been sitting at the gas report. station and are like, Jesus, we just hours get now. to it already. I'm scared to get out of the car. All right, well, listen. Before you go over there and just grab that pump, look down at the handle of the pump 
Maybe even turn your flashlight on on your phone and take a look inside that handle because apparently people have been sticking razor blades in the handles of gas pumps. And then you go there, you go to no, pick it up, haven't. and you cut your hand. Now, no, they haven't. This happened. At, well, hold on. No, they haven't. This happened at, at a gas station no, in um, North Carolina. No, it didn't. The police were like, "Well, this is weird." So then they start doing inspections, yeah. and they're telling the owners of the gas stations, "Hey, check, and we're going to help check." They found razor blades at more gas stations. Yeah. Laszlo, does this sound like? A familiar, a familiar yarn. Remember the razor blades and the apples back in the 70s or yeah. whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Now it's razor blades on the gas pumps. Be careful when you fill up. Lieutenant Brandon Rothrock with the Forest City PD says they found razor blades attached to the handles of gas pumps. It came to their attention during an inspection of the pumps by the Department of Agriculture. He made us aware um, earlier today. He said that he was checking some yesterday and found some in Ellenboro at a Roco station. He goes on and says, and they also found some at this other station. And mm-hmm. it's the, I assume it's the weights and measurements people that were in there. Maybe it's just him. Maybe he's secretly putting the things the in there. Weights just one, and measurements. People. Well, who goes and inspects the gas pumps? You know pumps? what the hell he just said and why no he idea. said it? No idea. The inspector, he said it's the inspector. There's a weights and measurements yeah. chapter of the government? Well, whatever it is. Yeah, they get put the sticker on the gas pump. I'm, you know? I'm lost. There's a sticker on the gas pump, and it tells you, like, this pump was checked last month or whatever, to make sure that if it says it gave By you the six gallons. By gover- the weights it actually, and measurement people? I don't, think, I don't know what they're called. That's why I asked you something like that. If, if it says it's pumping out six gallons, is it actually pumping out six gallons? they got to verify that you're not getting ripped off. Have you yeah, ever heard of this? That's before? our government yeah. working for it. You didn't even know. You never noticed weights those stickers. And measurement. How I you pulled get that weights job? and measurements it sounds made right out of sure. my ass. Well, I don't know what it? it's called. The Department of Agriculture, probably something like that. Could be a branch of the Department of Agriculture. I don't know. Seems like a lot of weird things are under the Department of Agriculture, like amusement parks in Missouri. I don't understand that one either. U.S. But... weights and measures. Okay. No, that's just how we Oh, that's about metric, metric versus, stuff. okay. All right. Well, I, I got an interesting Boy. story I'll tell you about that, too. Oh, I don't, uh, there's nothing there, really. <laughs> Snow cone, there's just nothing you're going to love it. There's no way I will. You are absolutely going to love it. Chance. I mean, uh, this stuff that you take for granted. I read part of a book. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I read the, the sample on the uh, Kindle and Snow Cone, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, God. You've got a lot to learn Jesus. about metric and standard and how we got to where we are i mean you know you just take it for granted how long is a yard well i guess as long as a yard stick how long is a foot well so going there's so much more yeah, right. i might get that author and see okay. if we can get right. him on the podcast because that would be hmm. that would be a good my god gas pump inspectors are handled by the state department of agriculture's weights and measure oh, program oh i got it all right department of agriculture and weights and measurements i got it all right you guys were so wow. ready to bust my balls i was not i just never even heard of it have you snow cone was ready never. to bust my balls never. he's like hey, it sounded made, made up. up it you did made it up you, but you never even notice when you're sitting there bored, like as you're pumping your gas, you don't see the stickers there, and it says this was checked last month. This was checked. It's got the I've little, never seen that before. It's got in my the life. little punch hole in it. It's never. like an inspection sticker on your window. In never. Your car. Huh. Well, not once. You know, I'm glad they're out there. I'm glad they're doing it, making sure that we're not getting ripped How off. How do you get that job? That's a good job. I don't know, man. I mean, look. Just go around, drive to gas stations, make sure it pumps a gallon when it says it's a gallon? Yeah, I mean, it sounds. Well, and, I, and I'm not I'm not saying your job's easy. I don't know what all's involved, but it does sound, I have to admit, it does sound like a good yeah. job. And if I had to do all over again, boy, you've got to try and get one of those government jobs, you know? Never work holidays? Well, I guess we never work holidays either. 
And I guess they probably work a lot more hours than we do. But I bet you get a pension still. Don't government yeah, employees get sure. a pension still? That's probably a good job, man. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. All right, Snowcone's telling you us like to like an FBI jacket when it says weights and measure? You know, do they have a uniform? In my mind, they're wearing like uh, like what a construction worker I've never order, seen like one of them vest. at a gas pump ever. You know, I've only seen them doing it like on the news and stuff. I don't think I've ever seen one in person. No. It's weird. You see the trucks, you know, filling the, the gas yeah. station Pumps sure. or tanks or whatever. Every I don't now see and anybody then. out there making sure. But yeah, I never really, you know, maybe they're maybe they're incognito like the secret shoppers. Yeah, maybe because yeah. they're afraid that the attendant in there could hit a switch that goes, pump, "Okay, now mm. pump the real amount." All right. See? Yeah, good. All right, you're good. Okay. okay. Tell me to wrap it up. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo.